Hello everyone, it's Dr. Dave. Hopefully you're all doing well. You enjoyed a nice weekend. You got out there and created some great experiences in your life. I'm coming at you today from the Toronto Neck and Back Pain Clinic with your daily health update Monday, November 5th, 2018. First full week of November. Hopefully you're looking forward to some fall excitement, staying healthy, well and warm. Gonna look at six different areas of health and wellness today. Gonna talk a little bit about asthma and how it could be connected to postpartum depression. Gonna look at diabetes and its link to arthritis and osteoporosis. So a couple of interesting correlations there. We're gonna look at the connection between diet and breast cancer. Two very important concepts there. And then how fitness can improve cancer survivability. So two separate but interesting correlations there to deal with cancer. We're going to look at coping with cancer as a wellness and prevention concept. And then finally, on the chiropractic side of things, of course, we're going to look at back pain, but how it's a major problem for medical school students, which is an interesting uh, concept there as well. All right, so some interesting tidbits of information for you today to stimulate your health and wellness thinking. Not going to treat, diagnose, prevent, or cure any illness or disease with our time together today. However, you just never know what's going to happen when you keep joining us Monday through Friday for the daily health update and we keep feeding you some health and wellness information. When those opportunities come across every day to make a good decision for your health and wellness, you will be ready, which is awesome. So not being able to breathe is kind of not a good thing. There's a lot of different uh, conditions that cause uh, shortness of breath. Asthma is a constriction that happens in the airways. Um, sometimes it can be a reactive form of asthma. Sometimes um, it happens for reasons that they're not quite sure. Um, but now they're finding that asthma can increase postpartum depression risk uh, once you've had a baby. So post-pregnancy. A review of data concerning over 200,000 new mothers found that those with asthma were 58% more likely to develop postpartum depression within one year of the birth of their child. The researchers conclude that a close monitoring of signs of depression for pregnant women with asthma is indicated following prompt and efficient interventions if needed. That from the Journal of Allergy and Clinical Immunology, October 2018. Many mothers uh, experience postpartum depression. Um, it uh, is uh, common, uh, not normal, um, and, and maybe some extent there can be some normalcy to it. It's a big change, um, and there's a lot of excitement, and then there's a lot of work. So going from one extreme to the other uh, can be very hard on an individual, but they're finding that those with asthma may be of increased risk. So if, if someone you know or if you yourself is expecting a child, going to have a child, and uh, you're asthmatic, then uh, monitoring yourself and or getting monitored by someone to make sure that uh, postpartum depression doesn't become um, a challenge is very important because there are strategies to help um, improve that um, for sure. All right. So another uh, challenge that we face in life is regulating our blood sugar levels, always a challenge. And uh, we want to do that because the comorbidity that's found with diabetes, meaning that it, it increased likelihood of heart disease and uh, other health problems, weight management, etc., can be challenged. But there's also now a link perhaps to arthritis and osteoporosis. Data from a Danish National Health Survey involving over 100,000 adults over the age of 40 showed that those with diabetes were 33% more likely to have osteoarthritis, 70% more likely to have rheumatoid arthritis, and 29% more likely to have osteoporosis. 
Low back pain, neck pain, and shoulder pain were also more common among diabetics. Researchers suspect that the relationship between those conditions and diabetes may be due to the presence of chronic inflammation. That from the European Association for the Study of Diabetes, October 2018. So, uh, prevention, of course, lifestyle, and diet, um, to curb the likelihood that diabetes is an issue in your life is very important. But then when and if it happens, to make sure that we sustain an ideal or as close to good or better lifestyle as possible so that we don't succumb to the secondary effects, uh, in this case, arthritis and osteoporosis, but also other health problems as well. So uh, the level of maintenance increases once we know our body is not doing what it was designed and programmed to do originally. It's going to need some extra help to get through life. So that uh, becomes our responsibility to make some good choices in that direction uh, so that we can have some better and greater experiences in our life, even though we may not be um, in the same state of health as we were before. It doesn't mean that uh, we can't still live a really good and long life. Along the same lines, uh, we know that diet has an impact on many health conditions, many health states, physically, chemically, and emotionally, and uh, can also affect breast cancer risk. A new animal study suggests that breast glands have a microbiome that's influenced by diet just like the gut. In the study, researchers found that monkeys fed a Mediterranean-style diet had a different mix of bacteria in their breast tissue than those fed a Western-style diet. Specifically, the researchers observed a tenfold increase in lactobacillus in the mammary glands of the monkeys in the Mediterranean-style diet group, which past studies have demonstrated can inhibit breast cancer tumor growth. That from the journal Cell Reports, October 2018. So you know if you've uh, tuned into the Daily Health Update before, we're kind of a big fan of the Mediterranean-style diet. Um, it's very good for uh, returning to and maintaining an ideal body weight, but can help with conditions like arthritis, getting that inflammation and swelling down. Even diabetics looking to eat a low glycemic load or index diet can benefit from a Mediterranean-style diet. And in this case, it may even help with the breast cancer risk due to this interesting correlation between a microbiome and not just the gut, but also the breast tissue. Very interesting correlation there. And then if diagnosed with cancer, of course, we look at our various treatment options and they're finding that fitness can improve cancer survivability. So in another study, researchers found that men with greater cardiorespiratory fitness at the time of their cancer diagnosis were 23% less likely to die during the following five years than those with poor fitness scores. That from the Journal of Sports Medicine and Physical Fitness, October 2018. So this concept is almost like prehab, which is happening in uh, the medical world now, that if you are going in for a certain procedure or treatment for a certain condition, the better you get yourself in shape before that treatment or procedure, the more likely you are to sustain a positive health outcome. The same can be said with getting diagnosed with any health condition, I believe, uh, in that the healthier you are when unfortunately diagnosed or something does occur, even if it's something like an accident, the more likely you are to come out in better shape. So investing in your health and wellness is always valuable. It doesn't mean you're going to get through life unscathed. Very few people do. But when you do get scathed, at least your body's better able to adapt to those challenges and uh, create a better outcome than uh, not being as healthy when those situations occur. Similar along those lines, uh, coping with cancer 
it can be very challenging and uh, having some tactics to do that could be valuable for you and or our loved ones that we support in our life, sometimes uh, friends and family. The American Cancer Society offers the following advice for individuals who have received a cancer diagnosis. Become informed about your cancer and how you can improve your health. Face your fears but don't dwell on them. Express your feelings to a loved one or counselor. Enjoy the present rather than dwelling on the future or past. Make time to do what you want. Maintain a positive attitude. Identify things you feel grateful about. Eat well and exercise. Rest often and explore different ways to relax. That from the American Cancer Society, October 2018. And I think that what we just read there and what we heard is uh, definitely a good overview in general on different wellness and prevention strategies through our whole lifestyle in order to cope with many diagnoses but also to prevent them and um, it's it's really an effort this lifestyle of ours that we get to make this choice every day it's a big responsibility but it gives us a lot of power in ensuring that uh, we can cope with any kind of condition that may come our way through life but also that we may try and prevent those conditions from happening at all. All right, so there is a strategy and uh, it takes a little bit of work and effort and the North American lifestyle doesn't always support it and that's the conflict, but uh, we want to take control of those opportunities to try and improve our health and wellness, create those great experiences in our lives and um, have a good day every day as much as we can. And finally... On the chiropractic side of things, even medical school students want to have some good days. Medical school program is very challenging, uh, very intense, very demanding, and they're finding that back pain can be a major problem for medical school students. Brazilian researchers interviewed 629 medical school students and found that 77% of female students and 51% of male students experienced periods of recurrent back pain. One in five said their back pain interfered with social activities, while about 30% noted back pain interfered with either physical activities or school activities. The research team also noted a strong association between the risk of recurrent back pain and poor posture habits among the participants in the study. That from the clinical journal Rheumatology, October 2018. It's very interesting to note that most of society, most of our communities know there's some kind of rift between um, medical profession and chiropractic profession, but it's not 100%. There are many chiropractors who embrace, obviously, what the medical profession has to offer. Incredible life-saving and crisis care and um, problem uh, health, illness and disease management. Very, very valuable. It's just that the system is strained because there are so many unwell people with many challenges that aren't easy to diagnose or treat. And um, the public expects that system to, of course, save them as much as possible. And doctors under, operate under many constraints. Uh, and that's the biggest challenge probably is that the system is uh, maybe not the same as it used to be because the problems are different. More of our lifestyle chronic health uh, problems don't get solved with a pill. Uh, The symptoms can be controlled, but then we need something to build on that. And I think that's where the paramedical profession comes into play. But even doctors themselves succumb to some of the problems that the rest of society does. And uh, back pain is no different. And, um, you know, uh, medicating or treating those shows that uh, it's just a short-term solution. And we don't want it to become recurrent. And in practice, we know those doctors who have actually sought out and worked with chiropractors 
not only get benefit like most chiropractic patients do, but then uh, they become advocates of the chiropractic treatment and uh, refer many patients there uh, as a con concurrent treatment. So it's not that they don't need medication or that the medication isn't of benefit, especially when in pain, but um, to deal with the functional component of that and get them off the medication, uh, medical doctors do definitely see the value in chiropractic care especially if they themselves have received treatment it's just the way that it works right in the real world when uh, there's a problem and uh, it's a legal issue a lot of times laws don't get changed until somebody in the legal system is directly impacted then it becomes a priority for them and you will see change because it becomes a focus and it's just human nature and uh, the interaction between chiropractic and the medical profession is no different um, chiropractic is a sound uh, treatment methodology based on science, uh, based on uh, years of experience with practitioners in the field, many of them practicing over 30 or 40 years. Um, same as medicine in that uh, there's as much art there as there is a science, uh, but they do uh, both uh, do what they're supposed to do and um, the two can work very well together. All right. So get out there today, take care of yourself, avoid uh, needing treatment, but get treatment that you do want in order to maintain your health and recover or improve as much of your health as possible now. Don't wait till it's too late. As Eleanor Roosevelt said with your quote for today, today is the oldest you've ever been and the youngest you'll ever be again. So uh, it, I kind of agree with that. I understand what's being said, but you know we can't change the calendar. So yeah, you'll be the oldest and youngest today. But physiologically, we can make you younger. We can recover some function and uh, you will be physio physiologically younger when you start improving your health than you were uh, the day before when you start making the right decisions. So stay plugged into the daily health update this week. I promise you the next four days, you're going to pick up on something that makes a difference for you or someone in your life. And I challenge you with that. And then once you discover it, uh, share it with people because that's how we make a difference in society by creating a ripple effect. And I'm here to be the impetus for that and uh, to help support you 100%. If there's any way I can help directly, if you have questions, you need a hard copy of this daily health update instead of the podcast, reach out. I'm more than happy to help. Find me on social media, Toronto Neck and Back Pain Clinic. Uh, you can connect with us through there, all right? Or you can go to the blog, dkchiroblog.com. Lots of great information there as well. So enjoy your day. Take care. I'll be back with you tomorrow, Tuesday.